What's going on, guys? Zach Evanish here, Strong Life Insider, episode 42. Happy New Year. It's 2020. And as they say, the days go by slow, but the years go by fast. So the only option, my friend, is to be an aggressive action taker. Do not wait for perfection. Do not wait for a specific special date on the calendar. <clears throat> be an action taker now. All right, so in this episode, guys, I'm going to talk to you about a funny story and lessons learned in excellence. Now, I shared this story with my Strong Life newsletter, which you could get at ZachStrength.com. You go there, get your free strength courses, <clears throat> get on the newsletter, and get a coupon slash discount code for any of our online courses, whether it's business or training. So yesterday, uh, went out to eat. Yesterday was New Year's Day. Went out to eat with my family. We did a little shopping. A lot of stuff was open on New Year's Day. Uh, went to Best Buy. Went to Dick's Sporting Goods. And then we went to uh, a couple restaurants. First one we went to was Longhorn. Looked like there was going to be like a two-hour wait. Then we went to Houlihan's. <clears throat> Got right in. And I ordered something new off their menu. All right, this big special cheeseburger. And I had eaten something similar to this when I was down in South Carolina at the Southern Belly. So it was a, I think it was called like a Kansas burger or something like that. It's basically a bacon cheeseburger that had uh, onion rings on it <clears throat> as well as pulled pork. And so, <coughs> excuse me guys, and so... Uh, I said, yeah, I'll definitely try it. I'll try something new. And um, usually I could eat like half of the burger with the bread, then I get rid of the bread. So anyway, I see the burger, I get it, and uh, I'm like, well, I don't see any pulled pork on here. And I kind of like, you know, pull up the top bun and there's no pulled pork under there. So I'm like, ah, it's a special cheeseburger. It's special. Maybe it's in the burger patty. It's in the hamburger patty itself. So... I asked the waitress, and uh, I said, hey, I don't see the pulled pork on here. Um, I don't know if they forgot it, or is it in the patty? And I'm thinking, it's got to be in the patty. It's like this special burger, right? She's like, uh, let me go ask. I'll be right back. <clears throat> she comes back, I don't know, a minute later, 30 seconds later, and says, yeah, it's in the patty. The pulled pork is in the patty. It's a special burger. They make it special like that. I say, my wife, see, it's a special burger. Okay, my kids are all laughing. We're all laughing at it. <clears throat> I take two bites and then I realize, hey, here's all the pulled pork under the patty on top of the bottom bun. <clears throat> and we start laughing. I'm like, why would why would they make up a story? Why would you tell me? Yes, it's in the burger. When it's not in the burger, did she ask the chef? Did she just kind of go back there? Something happened. She forgot to ask. And then she's like, frigate, I'll just tell them. It's in the burger. Or maybe the chef didn't even know what the heck he's doing. He says, it's in the burger. So then, <clears throat> then we're eating dinner and um, my wife gets her meal and she loves those sweet potato fries. So she orders sweet potato fries and they looked like they were mangled. They looked like they were old. They looked like they were from like the year 2017, like Freddy Krueger got his hands on them or something. And I was like, damn, are those fries supposed to look that way? They look like, you know, they look like they're a uh, great-great-grandfather of French fries. <laughs> they look like hell. So <clears throat> my wife's like, no, 
They should not look like this. This is freezer burn. So I see one of the managers, you know, clearing, clearing off tables. So I said, pardon me, sir. Can we get a new thing of sweet potato fries? I don't, I don't know if they're supposed to look like this. He's like, no, no, they're not supposed to look like that. So he goes back and then the waitress comes out and uh, she's like, oh, just checking anybody need drinks. And we're taking care of that uh, French fry situation. <laughs> so I say to my wife, what is a French fry situation? It's getting serious here. And so the manager comes out, gives his fries, and I'm just thinking to myself, no matter where I go, restaurants, um, training facilities for my kids, there's always all this like weird, mediocre BS going on. Like everybody's okay with the mediocrity and nobody's accepting or pushing for greatness. And I got to tell you, I am very tough on my coaches, very tough on them. If I come to my gym and I see that the jump ropes were hung up and they look a little bit sloppy, I send a photo and I text it to them and I tell them unacceptable. If uh, <clears throat> there's dirt on the floor and nobody took 30 seconds to vacuum it because it's not your job to vacuum, unacceptable. If, if, you, if you are in a place, whether you own the place or not, you need to turn pro, right? I talk about that book. It's a, my most gifted book from Stephen Pressfield. And Stephen Pressfield, like it's like you just have to keep this book on your desk. And in the beginning of the book, he says, I wrote in the war of art that I could divide my life neatly into two parts, before turning pro and after. After is better. And so this book, <clears throat> it's like a blueprint for your life, okay? And I'm just gonna read an excerpt. I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna go through any page here. All right, let's see. <clears throat> let's open it up to any page. Page 37, addicted to failure. There's a difference between failing, which is natural and a normal part of life, and being addicted to failure. When we're addicted to failure, we enjoy it. Each time we fail, we are secretly relieved. There's a glamour to failure that has been mined for centuries by starving poets, romantic suicides, and other self-defined doomed souls. The glamour inverts failure and turns it into success. I've had a romance with this goddess myself. Have you? The lure of failure can be as intoxicating as the hardest of hardcore narcotics. Its payoff is incapacity. When we fail, we are off the hook. We have given ourselves a get-out-of-jail-free card. We no longer have to ask and answer Stanislavski's famous three questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what do I want? And so <clears throat> the bottom line, my friend, is wherever you are, be great at that very thing that you're doing. Teacher, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. Teacher, coach, entrepreneur, um, you work for the town or the state or the government, fixing the roads, picking up garbage, whatever it is that you do, be great at it. Take pride in it because the title of your job, it doesn't mean a whole lot. What really means something is what you do and what you stand for. In the strength and conditioning field, you might be a director of strength and conditioning, but if you lack ethics and you don't have high integrity, and you do things to other coaches and other people to kind of uh, showcase your seniority, but it's not ethical, then guess what? You might be a director of strength and conditioning, but 
You're nothing, okay, because of what you don't stand for, your lack of ethics. If you are a, you've retired from your career, and now you've kind of got this second part-time job, well, be great at it. Don't just say, well, I'm just here to kill time. No. Whatever you do, whatever you sign up for, whatever position you're in, be great at it. And you know what that's called, guys? Live the Code 365. Excellence takes no vacation. All right, guys, that's it for this episode of the Strong Life Insider. Make sure you also subscribe to the Strong Life Podcast. They're both on Apple Podcasts. And do me a favor, leave a review. I would love to see your reviews. We don't have a whole lot of reviews. The last one is from Justin Juniors Juniors. Okay. I heard Zach for the first time about six months ago on the Barbell Logic podcast and was blown away by his knowledge and the abil- his ability to coach and motivate people. I am 42, and I'm lifting harder than I have ever before. It's nice to listen to someone in their 40s who is skipping the excuses and keeping it real. It is a privilege to get a glimpse into the mind of an elite coach. I thank Zach for his generosity in making his great podcasts, videos, and books. He's a true inspiration. So I've got a gift for Justin. Justin, send me an email, and you are going to get the uh, Underground Strength and Sports Performance Manuals, okay? $97 is what we sell it for online. This thing is a monster of multiple eBooks, training courses. There's like hundreds upon hundreds of workouts, several years of workouts in there. Justin, hit me up with an email, and I will send you that gift. Anybody else who leaves a review, I will gift you something in the future. All right, guys. In February, February 8th, I'm coming to Maine, the Northeast. I can't wait to go. I'll be doing a seminar with Scott Bauman and Greg Panora. You guys may have seen or heard of Greg from Westside Barbell and Westside Versus the World. And Scott is a gym owner slash strength coach up in Maine. Used to be a Jersey guy. He's got a pumping gym. We're going to be doing training, business, uh, powerlifting, program design, shoulder health, back health. And what I'd like to do is that Saturday after the seminar, uh, have some sort of a gathering at like a restaurant, pub or something and get together and talk training and strong life and business and anything else. Um, that's it, guys. Oh, get on over to ZachStrength.com, subscribe to the newsletter and keep being awesome.